Welcome, 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 listeners. It is your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Drop. It is episode number 65 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are here with your host, me. You are also with Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Classic. And you are here with Mr. Ed and Tracy. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Yo. It is literally, we are the dream team now. This is this is podcasting gold. You can You can <laughs> almost guarantee it. But what you can also guarantee is the fact that at some point during the episode, I'm going to have to bleep something or, <laughs> or like something. cut entire sections. Yeah. <laughs> so I us, don't know what you're talking about. Neither do the listeners. <laughs> well, they don't. Yeah, they don't get to hear what the uh, what what I cut out of this stuff. One day after we've decided that there's going to be no more. We're going to put all those bits that have been cut out as is the final podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's literally going to be like mic drop and run. Just run as far away from the podcast as possible at that point. <laughs> so. Deactivate Facebook. That's it, yeah. Go go cold turkey on this social media thing. So, guys, um, what have we been up to this week? We're going to start with uh, start with you, Aaron, because you, you're live an exciting life so uh oh yeah very so uh what, what have you been up to this week uh, uh gigging mainly uh two gigs in four days uh first one was in early at the sanctuary or in synagogue um absolutely amazing venue yeah um well personally i thought that right up my street uh kind of small absolutely fucking Crazy though to play. Yeah, the crowd was a bit like cold turkey. We weren't doing much. We were just listening, drinking. Yeah, yeah. But that was a good gig. Um, and then last night was a hometown gig in Blackpool at the Waterloo. Yeah, uh, with Avarice, us, and Synagogue again, and that was that was just insane. Uh, <laughs> we were on about it just before we uh, started recording. Uh, I got a little bit intoxicated and burnt myself with fire on my uh, on my hoodie. No, it wasn't too good. But you didn't get intoxicated, did you? I don't believe this. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I only got intoxicated on water. That's it. That's my uh, my <laughs> poison of choice. Two pound ninety for a pint of water. <laughs> yeah. Two pound ninety for a pint. You jammy buggers. Just... Yeah, if, that's with water, Matt. <laughs> Beer was more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like three ninety five for a fucking pint over here. It's a pain in the butt. Shit, mate. It's two pound for a pound of fossils at where I used to work, mate. Someone oh, needs you... to uh someone needs to liberate the uh the Isle of Man if that's what they're charging for your pints over there. Import duties, import duties, everything has to come over on a boat so they can charge through the nose because we can't we like it costs a fortune to get on the boat to go and have some in the UK, so they just everything is more expensive here. That's they're Con of living on a small island. Yeah, there is. Um, however, I mean, I, however, there are some uh, some some plus points, aren't there? Well, yeah, I've got far less tax than you to pay, and the average wage over here is a lot higher than in the UK as well. So, kind of offsets the price of living, like percentage wise, is about the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if you factor in the alcohol, <laughs> 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 I like it. So, um, 
so some pretty pretty fucking awesome gigs going on there uh that's uh yeah i am very jealous only if you was there to watch it so <clears throat> what we're using for the the gigs there what's uh what's the setup uh the setup was my trusty jsm 900 uh line 6 g30 uh relay wireless kit uh, my gt100 and my ibanez fan frat guitar so pretty simple setup for me yeah oh, weren't too bad yeah it's it's uh seems seems quite doable that does i'm uh easy enough to carry around i think we need to get some sound clips of that going on and the um in the podcast group because it sounds like it could be could be quite beasty I'll, uh, yeah I'll share some videos in the uh, Facebook group once okay. we finish the podcast absolutely bang on yeah, yeah so um, Matt you uh, at the end at the end of last podcast the moment that we pressed the stop button you you you, um, you said something didn't you what, what, what was that I, I, I did I said I'd done a thing didn't I I said I might have just bought an amp that I've been talking to you guys about before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you did. So what? What's this amp? What? What's so the? So uh... it's a Hayden Mini Mofo. So it's the fifteen watt head with a matching one twelve cab. Um, now all the research I did about the Hayden Mini Mofo was the current version, which is version two, um, which doesn't have half the features of the one that arrived in the post. I didn't actually look at the sales post. I just <laughs> went, right, it's called a Hayden, Hayden Mini Mofo. I'll go to YouTube, see what they sound like. I'll, you know, have a bit of a dig around the internet. Go on Hayden's website where they only they don't mention that the new ones are Mark IIs and that there are Mark Ones out there. So did all this research and then a, an amp arrived with extra features and I got a little bit confused. I was like, the two inputs for UK and US are supposed to be on the 30 only. There's an FX in which is a bit odd. Um, there's no switchable down to two watts. It's switched down to seven. Um, yeah. There's also a MoFo like boost mode, which is supposed to only be on the 30. I got really confused and had to speak to uh, Rye from our, our, our group, um, yeah, he, who was like, yeah, he's, it's a He's the Hayden chap, isn't he, uh, um, Rye? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, was, he was like, yeah, this is the version one stuff. Um, and it's in a different style case so the the modern ones are tolex whereas the one i've got is uh like a metal chassis lunchbox case um they're pretty fucking sick amps as well aren't they yeah i mean i knew going in that it was like a, a middling sort of marshall like not quite as high gain as your like jcm uh, marshalls but it's sort of um a, a gainy style amp and jesus christ yeah. the gain is to die for and the the mofo um, is basically like a preamp boost, so it's yeah. just like adding extra preamp without much volume. It's just kind of giving everything a bit more sort of hair on the drive. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of sizzle on top of your uh, yeah, on top of you. And like basically, the 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 best way I've dialed it in is to have the gain up quite high and then use your volume pots to get the clean sounds because the clean sounds aren't the cleanest. It does have a US side. I've never liked US sounding amps. I don't like Fender amps pretty that, well that much. I don't like um, Mesa Boogie. I don't like any of that stuff. I tried the US side. It wasn't my thing. I'm sure for people out there who like that sound that um, it'll do a, a good enough, it, it well enough. But 
because I don't like that sound, I haven't really messed about with it. I've pretty much constantly <laughs> plugged into the UK side. It's a tape over it, the input. <laughs> well, I mean, on the, U- the UK side, I've basically I've just plugged into it my Cabernet and my SG, and it's mostly been my SG, and I've mostly been playing ACDC licks. I'm loving it, yeah. Sound. Yeah, and yeah, it's just... I've... I, I kind of, like... I did say this, I can't remember whether it was in the group or... But um, I, I want the band to drop anything that I need to play clean. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that I can just just, yeah. just play this. My amp <laughs> just takes that I can't do clean. Do you want to join my band then? <laughs> well, you see, I'm not sure it's going to... Like a 15-watt head competes with a JCM at 900. That's, yeah, that's true. I'll just turn down yeah. for you. Uh, I suppose, you know, it, there's, there's two speaker outs, so I could, instead of plugging it into a 112, I could plug it into a floor 12 and, you know, max everything, see what happens. I mean, alternatively, <laughs> stereo rig. Yeah, well, you see, this is the other thing. And, <laughs> like, I'm not even thinking stereo rig. I'm thinking Vox for clean sound, Hayden for drive sound, and use a... a, a like uh, an yep. amp switcher as my drive pedal. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like. I've plugged. So it, it arrived mm. yesterday. Yep. And I've probably played four and a half, five hours through it. <laughs> right <laughs> on. Because it's it's just yeah, it's basically taken up all my time since I took it out of the box. Yeah. So I mean that that's a good sign at least, isn't it? Yeah, that is, yeah, a, that is a good sign. That is a good sign. Um, so along with this uh, this new Hayden amp, you've also mentioned that you may be kind of venturing into a, a new pedal board for it as well. Well, my thoughts were, it's a very or it's a gainy amp. I'm not particularly going to want to run two reverb pedals and a delay pedal and chorus and stuff in the front end because that's what it's, not what it's designed for. And I also don't need three drive pedals and a boost pedal because yeah. obviously it already has drive and like a, a an inbuilt like I I more call it a channel select because you can have basically like a crunch and a lead rather yeah. than of like a volume boost so. I'd need like something to lift the volume if I wanted to do that. But, but metal zone. yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> maybe a metal zone, maybe a dickhead, <laughs> or, or you know, maybe, maybe something a little bit you know useful. Um, but yeah, so I don't need a like twelve or thirteen pedal pedal board to plug like to plug into this. Yeah, what I probably need is. Maybe a tube screamer. Always probably a tube screamer. Always a tube screamer. Tube screamer mini. Probably a like probably a reverb because I'd need it every now and again and I could plug it into that effect in, I think. I'd need to work out what that does. Because there's no it's not like a send and return, so I don't know what whether that's <laughs> It's just an in. Well it's just it's just a, a jack socket with effects written above it. Nice. <laughs> so I need yeah. to actually look up what that does. But I mean, either way, I'm going to need reverb at some point. So even if it has to go in the front end, it has to go in the front end. Um, and then 
you know, I don't particularly need much else. Maybe a compressor so that I can turn the dry sounds into almost like a distortion sound, get a bit of extra sustain and all that nonsense. And, you know, I don't really need much. And then you dropped a bloody interview on the bloody freaking podcast feed, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I kind of I kept, kept that one a, a little bit of a secret. Um, and I was listening to this going, oh, an underdrive would work really well with an amp that's, like, drive-y. And then, he, like, I was flicking through the Facebook page and the Instagram whilst listening to the podcast. I'm like, oh, he does 808 clones. Oh, he does different voiced ones. <laughs> Hang on a minute. There's, there's one here that says SRV copy. <laughs> oh, yeah, the red one. The, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... And then I was like, I quite like custom pedals. And then he was like, oh, yeah, and I've, I've, I've started to look into matching it to people's favourite guitars, and I'm like, a Shoreline Shit. Gold. Yeah. A Shoreline Gold, underdrive one side, and TS-808 the other side. It's starting to sound to me like I need this pedal. And then... Yeah, it's, it was like a magical planets aligning, weren't it? Just all of the... Like... <laughs> Yeah, everything everything came together. So like, I just asked him a couple of questions, and then like on the podcast group, people can look at it. We had a bit of a conversation, which we then took over to Messenger and continued. And like, he's currently pricing it up for me. But I've got like the way he's going to do it. I'm going to be able to switch the order of the tube screamer and the thing as well. So if I need to put it in front of something that doesn't have drive, you can have like the the broadside as an actual drive and then boost it with the um, 808 or you can have them the other way around. So, yeah. Yeah. Just all sorts of, like, he'll do, and literally, he was asking me, like, what components I want. I'm like, I haven't got a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, can I have the nice ones, the shiny yeah, ones, and he, please? Yeah, and he's like, right, this is kind of this sound, this is this sound, this is what I think sounds best in the CV Ray Vaughan version of the 808, and I'm like, yeah, I'll have that then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, I, I trust his ears, so yeah, yeah, just go with it. Yeah, well, that's what I've like. I've, I'm happy with whatever, but um, some of the stuff he sent in there, yeah, brilliant. And I've got like, he's like, oh, you, you got any custom artwork you want on it? I was like, I haven't got anything in mind, but this is the kind <laughs> of thing I'm after. And he's like, like no, brilliant no, guy. Here's budget pedal, chap. <laughs> That's it. You should, no, you should just send him, a, send him a photo of the balls out for us and just be like, well, <laughs> this is my usual kind of style. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm moving slightly away from that for this. But yeah, um, <laughs> so he, like, I basically said a couple of things and he sent across like 40 different photos. They're like, pick from this. And I was like, well, I kind of like that colour scheme, but with that design. And he was like, right, well, that would look like this. And within like five seconds, he had it for me. And yeah, so... Like yeah. it's just it's all coming together. <laughs> and that's that's pretty fucking quick work considering that the, the podcast was dropped this morning. I mean that is <laughs> that that's what we call the power of uh power of product placement there, isn't it? Yeah, and he's literally just asked if I want my band's name on it and give me a load of different fonts with the <laughs> to put on it as well. <laughs> nice. Don't you fuck about it, does that Joe, does he? When nope, you get, it, not you get kicked out of the band two weeks later and you're like, shit. Shit, yeah, what am I going to do with this pile <laughs> of shit now? Let's just get a, get a fucking compass and scratch off the name. 
tape over it or something. Nah, it'd be so. fine. It will remind me of the eight years or whatever I've been in the band. Yeah, start a new band with hookers and blackjack. Forget the band. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I mean, springboard springboarding from that whole chat. That's part of what I've done this week because that, uh, like I said, the um, the Hello Solar effect was kind of a sneaky, sneaky. Usually, I keep keep you guys semi informed about the interview process, but uh, this one was very much a very much a stealth, uh, a stealth one. Um, so yeah, I I did that this week. I had a chat with uh, Joe from Hello Sailor Effects. Uh, which is like, it's an Instagram account that I have been following for uh, fuck knows how how long. Um, I think I got switched on to Hello Sailor by uh, by JSA Effects actually. Um, and yeah, I mean you you can hear throughout the interview that there's like massive love between between those two guys, and I I very much fall in that Venn diagram like between between the two. Yeah, um, yeah, and the work work ethic of of both of those guys is absolutely immense. They it's just they take any of my kind of shitty half assedness and they they just turn it up to eleven with their production, and they're just like churning out so much quality stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean. The thing that's the the kind of things that have drawn you to the um, the Hello Sailor stuff, uh, it translates really well to to an Instagram account as well. Like the really vibrant, um, vibrant color schemes, but also the um, the the aesthetic of the pedals um, being like really tied in with that kind of nautical nautical theme, and the the tattoos as well. Like yeah. a big fan of tattoo art, um, and it just. It ticks loads of loads of boxes for me. So yeah, I mean, I I, I got to confess that I hadn't really heard of them. I think you mentioned them on the cast. Was it last week or the week before? And mm-hmm. um, like, I went and did a quick sort of Google and basically found the website. And there was only a couple of pedals on there. Yeah. Um, but today, when I was flicking through the the Instagram and the Facebook, just the amount of awesome awesome designs that he's got on there, it's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some some amazing things, um, and the the uh, the anchor drive that he's uh, he's done for me, it's got the kind of the the archetypal um, Hello Sailor Effects logo with the kind of um, it the kind of neo traditional um, pinup girl kind of giving a giving a cheeky wink to the <laughs> to the to the audience. Yeah. Uh, but it's in this like amazing, super vibrant yellow as well. So it's there's no way that you you ain't gonna see that on your board. It's just it begs yeah. you to go, go on, go give it a press. <laughs> um, and so yeah, the um, I I had a quick go on the the anchor drive. I I was only intending to like plug it in to see if it worked, and then like about an hour later, I thought I'd. Figured that oh yeah, I've I've, I've found out that it works now, <laughs> but it, it was one of those kind of you just get lost in it, and you dial back the the gain on it, and you get this like it's almost like a clarity enhancer. Uh, yeah. So it, it lifts because I was putting it through the 
through the Blackstar HT5 clean channel, which uh, I'm sure I've mentioned on a number of occasions that it, it's serviceable, but it's not really all that inspiring. Yeah. Uh, and I had it going through that, and then it, it made the clean channel sound like pretty good. Um, so it was, it was kind of enhancing some of these these harmonics, but then you you crank that drive up because uh, it's being called the anchor drive. You you figure it's not the anchor clean boost. Let's let's give it some <laughs> get it somewhere, Lee. Yeah. Um, so whack up that drive and something magical starts happening once you get it kind of towards the top end, where. It's it almost kind of blooms in with a with a big bass response, and then it gets to a certain point, and the the bass then starts. It doesn't get any louder, but just kind of starts fuzzing out, and it's almost like the kind of small Fender amps of the past, um, where it's pushing too much power through a tiny speaker, and you get this <laughs> kind of bottom end breakup. So yeah, you you had all of that kind of clarity enhancement. But then with this just kind of dirty, gritty growl underneath. Yeah. Uh, and I, I literally, I cannot wait to start doing some videos on that. Because it's just, god damn. Eight? Yeah, it, 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 was, uh, it was begging me to play some ZZ Top on it. I so, can't wait to hear this. I cannot wait to hear it. <laughs> I fucking love me some ZZ Top. I wish I had a beard as, uh, as good as... Ah, Billy Gibbons. Or just <laughs> It'll happen, man. It will happen. Just, just hold on to, hold on to the hype. The only way that I can get a beard, mate, is if I shave my pubes off and stick it on my chin. <laughs> 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 oh, mate, Jackass. The first Jackass movie had that, <laughs> and it just, it's equal. It might have been the first one or the second one, actually, but it's just equal parts like. Absolutely laughing your ass off and heaving. <laughs> just <laughs> I haven't seen them jackass movies in forever. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's it's it is it's just childish indulgence because you know these guys are absolutely fucking stupid. But <laughs> it's Sanchez as well. Yeah, it's it's yeah. but it's like it's like watching something that you know that you shouldn't be watching. You, you just you can't keep your eyes off it. Yeah, some of it wasn't funny for me. Some of it was absolutely hilarious, and some of it crossed a line that, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were some were some moments where you think, and yeah, that's um, that's a bit a bit dangerous. Yeah, there's. It's not often you'll hear me saying somebody's crossed a line, but I think they managed to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we know when we've crossed a line because I've, I've put inappropriate joke over, over the top of it. Yeah, I've done that. That's that's pretty much been um, been part of my week. Um, I had a little bit of uh, a bit of inspiration as well uh, with the whole pedal thing because I, th- I figured I've had I've had enough time off now. I've had my kind of my summer holiday. Um, time to get back on it so i uh i received a, a, a broken ass fuzz pedal uh from one of my friends um and i am insanely ill-equipped to to fix things but i figured hey it's broken 
we'll see what happens. Um, so I I took the pedal apart, and it's one of these pedals that the entire circuit you can take out of the pedal without having to desolder anything. So that was that was a good good start because I think if I would have uh, been faced with anything that would have stopped me, I would have went ah fuck it. Um, so I managed to pull all this, this entire circuit out with a bit of co- coercing. Um, and then I went about testing it by prodding it with my finger, um, which I am to believe is a legitimate technique. Um, not so much if you're building amplifiers, because that leads to death. <laughs> Where do I sign up? Um, with with uh, with pedals, it's 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 supposed to be fine. Um, so I kind of uh, I, f- I figured what was potentially the problem with it, but then I, I was having a chat with a guy, and we we kind of came to the the conclusion that it because it's like a really cheap fuzz pedal, and the the sounds I was getting out of it weren't particularly fantastic anyway. That it was probably best to not bother resuscitating it and just to use the enclosure um, and actually put something decent in there. Um, so I got on with some painting this week. I finally got some spray paints out. And the pedal, which was originally like a kind of... It's, it's can only be described as like one of the the fender colors where it's like so shitty and dull um because fender have got some amazing colors like they're they're vibrant the the pastel ones and the the vibrant like the seafires and the fiestas and all the all these ones but then the the um the kind of professional series ones of oh, of late have been wet gray yeah that's it Char- <laughs> charcoal sunset and you're like huh yeah, so it's, it was it was kind of like that. It was like a kind of powder blue grey mix, and it was just like Ugh. so. It is now what can only be described as slime green, which is so nineties that it fucking hurts. But it's yeah, it's awesome. So I've got on with the painting, and then hopefully within the next kind of couple of weeks, I'll get my finger out, get the soldering iron out, and put a fucking fuzz pedal in that pedal. <laughs> um, great. so I, I've also been playing my uh, my my Protone telly which is like the, the Korean Squires from the uh, early 2000s um, which has for a long time had a set of Fletcher pickups in them um, and I recently rediscovered these these pickups so it was the second ever guitar that I had, the, the the Fletcher Pickups version of the Seymour Duncan Quarter Pounder in. And they absolutely kick ass. I, was, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it surprises me, because every time I, I play a Fletcher Pickup, it's just like, it, it it's something just goddamn. But yeah, the, the, the Fletcher Pickups Big Bang is amazing. So it's... It's got that kind of the mid honk of the uh, of the the quarter pounder, but the quarter pounder rolls off quite a lot of top end, uh, so it kind of it can sacrifice its clarity if you don't set it just right. 
whereas the Fletcher pickup is just it it doesn't do that. It's got it's got the mid honk, but then you're also you're hearing every note, which is absolutely fantastic if you can play. Um, so like fifty percent of the time, it's great for me. The other fifty percent, I put it down after five minutes and go, nah, today's not the day. Um, but yeah, like I just just another shout out to the uh, the the Fletcher pickup, Big Bang. And it's got a wooden cap on it as well, so it's it's classy as fuck. Um, so looking at the looking at the time, we we really need to get on with this fucking news. <laughs> um, oh dear, because yeah, right. So um, shit loads of news this week, absolutely shit loads. So we've we've got to kind of cherry pick it. First thing, um, the guys who made the head rush. Pedal board. So Headrush is the, the company name. Pedal board is the name of the board. Um, that's been out for about a year or so now. Um, they've kind of teased a a new product on, on YouTube uh, last week. So this is called the Headrush Gig Board. So... Very similar to the the last one, like massive touchscreen, but instead of the, I think it was like eight knobs that it had before. It's now it's now got four, and it's got like a kind of dial thing. Most of what you do, like most of the kind of manipulation of the, um, the the patches on it are all done through the the giant touchscreen. So, yeah, I think the the fact that they haven't got rid of the touchscreen or they haven't reduced the size is a big part of this uh, this gig board. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so there's not much more to say about it because there, there hasn't really been um, any more info on it. Um, but it also comes, they're the doing a version 2.0 firmware update on both the uh, the pedal board and the, the gig board. And the uh, so the gig board has got all of the functionality of the, the the bigger board. It's just the the kind of the convenience of the switching and and whatnot is is reduced. Um. So, have you guys managed to have a look at the uh, the the head rush then, the the new one, the gig board? I've seen bits and about bobs in articles. I've not actually seen the the product itself, um, but it looks pretty much like it's this if i'm right in saying it's this pretty much the same brain just with a couple of different features to the the other one is that right so you've got the expression in and um less knobs uh, sorry less buttons potentially yeah 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 um that's i I didn't even know about the expression in if i was honest but yeah sure why not there's definitely an expression in on this one, um, and I think there's is it two mm. less knobs or something uh, like uh, buttons to press. I can't remember. I, I thought there were I thought there were eight, but yeah, okay. So somewhere between two or four less knobs. Maybe it's the other way around actually. Um. So the the kind of the nearest thing to this then is either the the HXFX because uh, it's I think they said it's coming in at about like seven hundred dollars so 
the 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 HXFX is what somewhere in the kind of four four hundred ish region. Yeah. Um. So you you might even be looking at the Fourth. the uh, the LT. Yeah. As the next next competitor for this one. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like it's a very good sort of solution if that's if that's your kind of thing. Um, I think they're just trying to keep freshening up a bit so that people that had criticisms of the last one, like for instance, there's no expression in, they've catered to them. It's just trying to, you know, cater to different sections of the market that are all looking at sort of these like one and done boards that five years ago you'd have said they'll never ever be a good one and now sort of these two are obviously yeah. Helix and Headrush seem to be leading the way in this absolutely I, I think um, it's been a massive turnaround on that hasn't it because it's it's almost like it's somewhere between um, like the, the rack units of like the uh, the uh, the 11 system and the the Kempa, which is kind of more like a a, a kind of amp rather than a, a a floorboard solution, so it's kind of somewhere between that and the the kind of the all in one solutions of of like the the GT one hundred and and those kind of things, like yeah. the the floor pods as well. So yeah, it seems like they've they've, they've really upped it up the game. Um, and a lot you said. I think the the Headrush gig board caters for um, a, a different market, it's definitely than the HX effects, because the HX effects is is very much like a kind of uh, a pedal board solution, where it yeah. will integrate in into your um, into your current pedal board. That's why both me and you have been looking at it with. Uh, with our no cards, no. <laughs> Feel like a a chastised uh, pet dog there. I, I need to not D- like just. I, I just need to not. <laughs> but I mean, we've we've both been looking at it, kind of rubbing our wallets, just thinking, "You saucy bastard!" Yeah, get here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whereas the the gig board is it's much more of an all encompassing thing, um, and if I remember rightly from the 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 pedal board when we were talking about it last time, there's a mode on that called set list mode, where you can basically like preset your patches so that it runs through like your set list of tones. So that's if that were the case, that would be that would be pretty uh, pretty great for someone who were who was doing like a functions band or or something like that, where like you you preset all of your your set list and then it's literally like okay, press a button, I'm onto the next bank. Yeah, you see, this is and so this on is so. why you, we we shouldn't just we just shouldn't do this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> like that's it that. You know, Sounds if, ideal, doesn't like, it? You set up your sound for every single song, you keep it in a database, and then just switch the order around when the band switches the order of the songs. No, that's just, it. Oh. <laughs> it sounds a lot, lot easier than a, like a, 
complicated switching system where you've got three three drive pedals and <laughs> yeah, I could just like sell all my amps, sell all my pedals, and just have one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sell all the rest of the guitars, but- just have the Variax, and then you know, I've I've. Shit, I mean, it would be like it would be the ideal um, solution for for just all kind of function situations, wouldn't it? Yeah, and like like we said, like ninety percent of your audience would be happy if you turned up with a fucking Squire Strat and a and a Line Six Spider. So you'd be fine. And listening to some of the sounds that they were demoing on the. Uh, on the very vague YouTube teaser, they sounded good. They did sound good. Yeah. And I've heard a couple of people talk about them on other podcasts that have actually played them, and they all say, like, it's as good as the Helix. And I know people that I trust that like the sounds from the Helix. Yeah. Yeah. I've yet to try one, and I think that's probably a good thing for my wallet. Yeah, Yeah, same. Yeah. So, kind of snap decision, Headrush, Gigboard, or HX Effects, what are we saying? This Headrush gig rig, <laughs> the Headrush head yeah. Gigboard, but that would be if I sold the rest of my gear. If I could keep the rest of my gear, I'd get the HX Effects. Yeah. I think I, I'm I'm exactly the same. I think I could make the head rush work for me, but with what I've got now, I could I could incorporate. I mean, the fact that I could use the HX effect with a TC Mojo Mojo is the ideal. Whereas the head rush, I'd need to get their their version of the Mojo Mojo, which would probably call be called like Austin Powers Drive or something, and it just wouldn't quite be the same. So, yeah. In fact, actually, I'm sure I heard somewhere that the the selection of pedals that they've modelled on the Headrush aren't that extensive, and it's it's all more about the the kind of the amp sims and and whatnot in that one. So was that on the the Headrush? Yeah, or, yeah. Isn't yeah. there less options, but they claim it's better quality. For everything, I don't think it's just the amp. I'm sorry, I don't think it's just the pedals. I think it's the amps as well. They're gonna, they're gonna say that, aren't they? I mean, they're selling the things. I don't know. I'd, I'd need to try them. I need to try try them out. I think from what I've heard, I'd probably be more at home with the the Helix software than I am with the, the Headrush stuff. Yeah. But yeah, cool. We we've got we've got more more stuff that we need to talk about, and I'm I was really tempted to kind of skip over some of the stuff because we're we're running out of time. Um, so um, there was a, a pedal company, a pedal board company, sorry, a pedal board solution um, that I mentioned when I uh, I went to the Birmingham Guitar Show. Uh, they were called the Nexi pedal boards or Nexi. Um, from Amsterdam, we made some jokes about them being from Amsterdam and the the pedals being so so very nexy. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was us three for that cast as well, wasn't it? <laughs> well, if it, if it's wildly offensive, then yeah, probably will be. It probably will be. Sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, Dutch. 
I'm so sorry. But the uh, next so sexy. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll stop. Honestly, I will. <laughs> they might not even make the full cut, to be honest. Um, so Nexi, they are they are making waves in the uh, the world of guitar. Um, so they have recently kind of, I believe, they've signed a deal with Orianthi of Orianthi fame of like the only Australian um, guitarist you pretty pretty much may have heard of. Um, and female guitarist for that as well, like flying the flag for fe- like I, I don't know whether you heard that, but did you just say she's the only Australian guitarist you've ever heard of, Angus Young? I mean, it's, <laughs> come on, he's not really Australian. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I'm on about like within the last kind of twenty years. I'm sorry, is Angus Young dead? And I just didn't know. <laughs> All right, Mr. Nitpick. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the last kind of big act that I heard, I think they were from Australia, was like Body Jar or something like that. And that was like the, the early 2000s. I mean, um, other than ACDC, so, I couldn't name anybody from Australia. <laughs> I mean, oh, point proven, no, man. Point don't, proven. Don't you remember Holly Valance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I have some fond memories of Holly Valance. What? what she was what Australian. <laughs> she, I, I believe she still is. Possibly. I don't know. I've doesn't, not heard from her in about 10 years. Doesn't wear off. Yeah. Kylie Minogue, have you heard of her? Kylie Minogue. Yeah, Minogue, yes. Yeah, I think I... She had a sister as well, yeah, didn't she? was it Daniel Minogue? God only knows how I missed her. And on the palm of her hand was a blister. Potentially, <laughs> it's nothing to do with me, mate. It's nothing to do with me. <laughs> so I feel like we've uh, we've derailed this train a little bit. So <laughs> Arianthe, the only female guitarist within the past twenty years you will have heard of from Australia, potentially. <laughs> um, she's uh, dating Richie Sambora, don't you know? Yeah, she used to be. Um... Alice Cooper's guitarist, didn't she, before Nita Strauss? Yeah. Oh, did she? That makes sense. That makes sense. And she was she was lined up to do the um, the Michael Jackson This Is yeah. It tour. But then Michael Jackson reneged on that. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> like an absolute bastard. He, he weaseled his way out of that um situation didn't sure they this is the right podcast to be talking about michael jackson without like needing to redact a hell of a lot <laughs> i am surprised uh Ayrton's not chirped in here with with an inappropriate comment to plenty not yet not yet you're, you're waiting waiting for the moment i'm, I'm just oh, hovering yeah. over the kind of the marker button on my uh on my keyboard <laughs> just in case <laughs> Um, so yeah, Orianthe. Um, she's she's signed up to do uh, to do like a signature series pedal board with uh, with Nexi. At the moment, there is absolutely no information on what those pedals will be. I'm imagining one of them will probably be a drive, <laughs> if not two. Uh, or so this is a little bit of speculation. A drive and a boost, maybe. Yeah, there might be a drive and a boost. Maybe a driver boost. And some kind of like space-based 
want like a, a delay Reaver. or a or a reverb. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll just do like three wars. <laughs> I don't know. Why would you need three wars? Who knows? Commit this straight in there. No, no, I've got yeah, three wars, but like the middle ones that they inverted, but they all rock at the at the same time, so that like the middle one is cancelling out the first one, and then oh. the second one is just making the same noise as the first one would again. So you've got like this really weird sound. That would be the, <laughs> it would be the worst sound. So. I think this is our way of, of kind of admitting that there is actually no news on, on that. Um, however, what they have said is that there's going to be a slight update on their um, on their Nexi pedals. Sure, Nexi. Uh, every time. Um, so the, the old ones were kind of um, self-contained units and would l- literally click into the, the pedal board and were powered by that and would... Uh, would, would kind of route themselves through the pedal board through that um however seeing that they then are only useful if you've got a nexi pedal board they've they've decided that um the the next range of nexi pedals have got a, a what we call a hybrid version where they've got nine volt adapter in they've got the uh, ability for batteries and they've got um jack inputs so you can use them exclusively f- uh, with the pedal board or, or outside of the pedal board as well. So if you've got like an awesome Nexi Arianthi drive, um, but you don't really want to use it with the Nexi pedal board or you've got your Nexi pedal board for certain gigs, but you just want to go out and do do a quick gig and you just want your one, your favorite Arianthi style three signature wires. Um, then you can use those with a quote-unquote normal pedal board. So I think that's pretty cool. I think they're they're doing doing good things with that. Um, this is our, our next thing we're going to move on to is the news that I was potentially the most excited about. Our favourite company, the Big G. Hey. So Gibson. Uh, apparently, I heard online today that they might be getting rid of Henry. I mean, um, they're not like just just whilst we're on this, that article is the worst rewritten piece of media in the universe. Was it Music Radar? Was that who the article? I, I, I think it was Music. I didn't even bother reading I it. I think it was Music I, Radar, I, I and just... the article says that Gibson have severed ties or. Um, ha- are having nothing further to do with Henry, apart from the fact that he's yep. there as an advisor, um, which they don't mention. Um, it then says that they uh, this is them be uh, something along the lines of they can't go bankrupt, which is just not true. Um, and there's there's something else <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they I had a, a, I've had a rant on the about this on about four pages where they shared this article, and I was like. Actually, this article is just full of lies. Just full of lies. <laughs> Bang on. Bang on. But, the, I mean, as a slight diversion, that wasn't wasn't the actual news from Gibson this week. But I thought it would be <laughs> pertinent to mention that 
the internet are lying about things yeah. again, or just like reporting really badly. Yeah, I mean, there, there was one fact um, in there because they've named the new full-time CEO, and his name was in there. Fox, isn't no, it? he was the interim, and they've now yeah. Oh, was he? Uh, let me just find his name. Uh, Harry Juskovic. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't find it now. It's Nat Zell. Oh, sorry, Zilka or Zilheka. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, but that's his new name. Uh, what Henry Nat Henry Juskovic's new name is what we're saying. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I don't I guess, think we we even need to. Gibson again replacing impossibly named gentleman with another impossibly named gentleman. Great, thanks. I think they just don't want us to report on Gibson anymore. <laughs> we'll take the hint, guys. So what I did want to um, did want to say they've they've, um, they've released something um, new in their their uh, 2019 range called the Les Paul Player Plus. So the Player Plus is it's a bit like a, a Les Paul standard. Um, it's got a rich light fretboard which people cry about uh cryogenically frozen frets which we had a little bit of a debate about um how, how can you bring a fret back yeah. to life after you've killed it that's what i want to know uh using f- freezing using ice powers the powers of ice i don't know wasn't there a, a batman movie about this <laughs> what about gibson I'm fresh sure there was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that was the crux of the the entire entire Batman movie. It was one of the George Clooney ones, so no one paid attention. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've not seen the George Clooney Batman's. Um, you are one of the lucky ones, man. <laughs> you are one of the yeah. lucky ones. Um, so, so yeah, so rich light, rich light fretboard, cryogenically frozen frets. So kind of modern accoutrements. Um, they say the rich lights just to get around the the Sites debacle. Um, it's also I assume it's it's not that expensive because it's um, man made material. It's on all sorts. I mean, it's on some of their custom shops. Like our our friend Steve used to have rants about this all the time. Um, that you know you that you can pay six thousand pound for a Gibson that doesn't have a wood fingerboard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got uh, my mid tens got a rich light fingerboard and fingerboard. Who am I? Fretboard. Um, and honestly, sounds just just fine. Yeah. Um, but no, I can understand if you if you're paying like a premium, you want what's classed as the premium materials. But that's neither here nor there. So this is this is like two thousand pounds worth of, or or there or thereabouts worth of Gibson Les Paul. So kind of your standard-ish range. So less than the actual standard, less than the high performance, but kind of in with the the traditional, uh, those kind of, that kind of area. Um, so the, the kind of, the big thing behind this is that they've got the option for P90s, which are, yeah, mini humbuckers, and um, your standard burst buckers. So, just just 
drink that in for a moment. Just allow that to sink in. Because that that's uh that's making me turgid at least. So what are your thoughts, Matt? I mean my instant thought was why can't I have a P ninety in the neck and a humbucker in the bridge? <laughs> <laughs> There's always I don't know, one, isn't like, there? I know always that's ridiculous, one. and it's great that you can get different options because obviously the rest of the Gibson lineup, everything is a humbuckers. There's, I don't think there's a P90 on a solid body 2019 apart from this. I don't. Yeah, because it it used to be the classics that had the um the the P90s in the Les yeah. Paul classics. Um, but then they scrapped yeah, that. And like they? I think even across the other guitar, so like the 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 SG and the like whatever else they're doing for 2019. I don't think I think the only like you got signature models and that's it. It's got P90s at the moment. Um, so to have the option to get yeah. P90s, mini humbuckers. Um, personally, I couldn't give a monkeys. I it's it's they're they're not pickups for me. <laughs> but there will be people out there that want them and it's great that they've now got an option to have them on a on a Gibson. Yeah, yeah. The 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 kind of the classic Thin Lizzy lineup had um Brian with his standard um standard Les Paul and it had Scott with a I believe it was a, a, a Japanese Les Paul imitation. But it was it was an imitation of one of the the Les Paul Deluxes, which had the the mini yeah. humbuckers. So I mean, it's it's as classic as a as a uh, a Les Paul tone as as some of the some of the others. But I, I'm I'm digging the fact that they they're giving it as an option. Yeah. I am I am fully down for it. I don't know what the finishes are like. Uh, I saw one. Um, and it was that kind of like denim uh, flame. <laughs> you see, I, I quite dig that. Which it's it, it's it's okay, but I don't know. Yeah. If I was gonna have, if I was gonna have something with uh, mini buckers in it, I'd want it kind of like wine red or something like that. But I think with P90s, it has to be a gold top. It just has to be. Because... Yeah. Gold like, is the goodest. Yeah. I get P90s with a black finish, and I get P90s with a gold top, and that's about it. With a les- For a Les Paul. Yeah. Like, you know, on a telly, it's different, or, you know. But for a Les Paul, it's gold top, or it's black for me. Yeah, 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 but I, I thought they were they were pretty cool. So we're we're almost up at the hour, but there is an exciting a news news break which came in about twenty minutes before we started podcasting. There was, um, and we are dubious of this. We're a little bit dubious. So uh, I'll I'll explain for the listeners what Wagwan. Um, but then we'll we'll kind of tell the reasons why we we kind of think it's bullshit. So um, in like a, a bunch of different forums, 
at the same time there was um, a leak from uh, Sweetwater in America their website apparently I didn't check this myself but apparently they um, they leaked two new Boss Wazacraft pedals one of which being uh, a Dimension C Wazacraft the second of which being a Metal Zone um so you almost instantly said this is not real um so why was that um, because the first thing i do when i see anything along this line is google the exact thing that people are saying oh my god look this oh my god look this so i googled boss what was it dc2w is that what the dimension chorus literally whatever the picture had written on it i I googled that code, the the product code, and the very yeah. first thing that came up was a Reddit article with the same photo that was on the bit that you tagged me in from September 2017. Yeah, sorry. Either Reddit have got super, super insider knowledge or more likely... It's uh, it's someone trying to kick up a bit of a uh, bit of a fuss um, and seeing seeing who bites. Yeah, and then I googled the other one, so. and now in different places, I've seen both the heavy metal two and the the um, everybody's favourite pedal. <laughs> metal yeah, zone. yeah, the uh, the metal um, zone. So I I googled both so. of those, and I didn't find anything at all apart from some photoshops. That literally they they said Photoshop. Yeah. yeah so I mean the the legitimacy behind it is is in question. They did, however, say in these um, in these uh, articles or like these these um, forum posts that there was going to be an announcement tomorrow. So by the time this is out. Th- we will pretty much know if it was bullshit or not. Yeah, and that's the only thing that makes me think maybe I'm wrong and maybe it's just a coincidence that somebody teased this 13 months ago. Um, but And I mean, yeah. the, the tease that I yeah, saw for the, for the Dimension Chorus, I'm pretty sure that was around the time that the TC Third Dimension came out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it... So from that, it's it's slightly believable that the fact that TC have bought out the third dimension and people have gone absolutely apeshit for it. Yeah. And then boss thinking we're gonna get ourselves a slice of this pie. Um. And the fact that the metal zone, like especially over the past year or so, the the tide has almost been turning on it, where people have turned it from being the absolute butt of everyone's joke to know people kind of sticking up for it and saying actually no this is it's got some legitimate uses obviously don't just whack the gain up and cut all the mids because that will sound like a box of ass but if you use it as a preamp it's it's legit or if you're if you're using it for tonal shaping it's got one of the most powerful eqs out there um, so people are coming to the the defence of the um, the metal zone, and on the on the wave of that, it, it kind of makes sense that Boss are um, 
updating it and doing a Warzacraft version. It's I I just it's not for me, and I I don't understand it at all. The the third dimension, especially just sorry the the dimension chorus, especially like who wants an uncontrollable chorus pedal? <laughs> yeah, you've got f- four buttons and then like something like sixteen different combinations or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It potentially. Uh, if the if the settings are good, then you don't necessarily need uh, unlimited um, tonal shaping with it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's more kind of scratching the itch, isn't it? Because the the dimension chorus or the dimension C or the space dimension were this kind of enigmatic thing which didn't get any recognition really when it came out and then it's gathered a bit of a cult following since um and tc tc very much and they've done it's not just the dimension that they've done it with they've done it with the slow gear as well um they've kind of they've ridden the wave of some of these these cult classics and the uh the, the it went the digital metalizer, was it? The heavy metal, the Swedish death metal in a <laughs> in in a pedal. Yeah. They they they. I think what was it called? The I something. I don't know. It's something to do. I master. I can't remember. Their their I master drive um, pays a homage to the uh, the heavy metal. Um. So <laughs> I don't know. It. it it seems a little bit out of sorts for a boss to to follow the trend because they they really don't do they 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 do what the fuck they want um, rather than um, listening to the the trends and the the kind of the 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 cult resurgences of old stuff they're really about just facing forward with it all um, so I don't know I don't know whether to trust it. However, I think if they are going to make a, a Wazacraft Metal Zone, absolute, my hat is off to you, uh, boss. That's a ballsy move. Um, even though it might not be my thing, it's it's ballsy. Yeah, it, it is. And, like, I bet you it'll be a, a financially sound mood because the amount of people that, like... Talk about the metal zone. The metal zone, like we mentioned two or three weeks ago, is like a pedal that non-guitarists have heard of, which is yeah, almost yeah, unheard yeah. of. Um, and I think like that means that every single guitarist has heard of it. And to have a Wazacraft version, there'll be people out there saying that it's the best high gain pedal, regardless of whether it is or it isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you'll get people buying it just to see what they've changed with the, the Wazcraft mode um, because it's one of the biggest selling boss pedals so there's no reason why the, the Wazcraft one can't can't get on that train um, so here's the question kind of to wrap us up for today if you were boss what would be kind of the top of your list maybe like top top two or top three pedals that you would 
take from the boss um, boss catalog, and what what would you give the Wazacraft treatment to? Re twenty W. Okay. Re twenty W. That'd be that's what I'd do. That'd be an interesting one because I mean they haven't done one of the because it's that's a, a dual pedal as well, isn't it? It's one of those like dual yeah. foot switches. Yeah, it's like re. I, I don't know whether they touted it as reverb delay, but it, I think it, like one side was reverb, one side was delay. It's it's a pedal that has a cult following, so I think if you did a Wazacraft version, I think I think they need to do something that's got a cult following, something like that, something like the OS two or whatever the. Is it SD two the the yellow drive pedal that everyone goes nuts for? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I like. I, th- I think they need to do something that's got a cult following, like one of those. And I think the 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 RE twenty is it's just yeah. the thing I'd want because I like reverb and I like. <laughs> yep. I, I like as much as I hate to say it, I've started to like delay as well and like. Have them yeah. both in the same pedal, but Wazacraft versions. My job here is done. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, not being not being the, the the biggest boss fan ever. I mean, my my mind has actually been changed as of um as of late, really, like the the last kind of six months or so. Um, I would say, oh, the SD one, but that's already been done. Yeah, okay, then the Blues Driver. No, that's already been done. Um, the DS1, I think that's a glaring omission from the Wazacraft um, lineup because the DS1 is almost as ubiquitous as the, the other two. Um, and it, wouldn't it be awesome to have like a, a DS1 that was just awesome? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think I'd go for that one. Um... And then potentially one of those um the the Fender Spring Reverb. F R V seven was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um so yeah, that would uh that'd be a bit awesome, wouldn't it? Or one of the the, the bass man <laughs> um preamp kind of pedals. Can't remember what yeah. that one was, but um, Yeah. Oh, what was that called? I know the one you mean. I don't think I can remember the name though. Yeah, I mean they they were cool as fuck. They were with the kind of fender fender finishes on them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think those would be my choices. I, I don't even ask Ayrton. No, no, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Go on. Go with the TE two. Herrera Echo. Okay. Ah. Okay. I'm down. That's quite a quite a recent one, though, isn't it? The Terror Echo. Uh, I think so, yeah. But you know, ambience is east. A bit of ambience, Hang on. and then probably. Um, the digital metalizer. Something with uh, I don't know. Maybe the MD five hundred. I was that up. What's the MD five hundred? Sorry, um, the oh the modulation. Yeah, the modulation thing. I think that's already that's already pimped to fuck though, that isn't it? So, but yeah, if you, if they could was a was that up, maybe just like have a have a turbo charger on it that doesn't really serve a function. But yeah, just 
whirs occasionally and makes that kind of uh, air dumping sound of that'd be nice <laughs> so it was like a like a boy racer's MD500 <laughs> with neon under lights as well yeah uh, so I think that's where we're going to wrap it for this week uh, on speculation and kind of quiet excitement I am really hoping that it is a it, the, they've, they've pulled the blinder here and have, have done like a little switcheroo and that they're bringing out the, the DS1 Wildcraft. I really hope it's like boss trolling a little bit. That'd be that'd be fucking epic. Um, but yeah, so we're going to wrap it this week. Um, so find us online. You go Facebook groups. It's Facebook groups, Fret Talk Podcast. That's where you find us, guys. You can have a chat with us. Um, you can get um, your topics sent in and you can also have a chat with some of the guys that we've done interviews with as well um, like Matt was saying earlier he he pretty much straight after listening to the the most recent interview got in the chat uh, and then ordered himself a pedal through <laughs> through Joe from Hello Sailor yeah oops <laughs> so um, yeah I've just you... paid a deposit on that <laughs> bang in it's uh, two weeks in a row that this podcast has freaking ruined me <laughs> yes um, if you want to catch me online it's facebook.com slash budget pedal chap instagram.com slash budget pedal chap uh, youtube budget pedal chap um, instagram's really rolling along again now uh, youtube things are, things are gonna come it's happening it's happening just keep watching if you want to find Matt online uh, he's part of the bad bookers podcast he's he does yet another podcast he's a man titan um <laughs> and this is about wrestling doing the wrestles and that's a, a weekly podcast which comes out on a day which is not monday i mean it's supposed to come out on a friday sometimes it comes out on a saturday or sunday depending on whether we remember to get it edited or not <laughs> and that's the kind of work ethic i like <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to find Matt on uh, on Twitter as well, he's heel underscore Matt Q. Correct. Twitter. I am Correct. absolutely nailing this. Um, Ayrton, if you want to find uh, his awesome band and see that slanty fretted guitar in action, then you go facebook.com slash the sin circus. I double checked it just to make sure. Um, so it's been emotional, guys. Thank you for thank you for listening. Um, and if you haven't already, go check out that Hello Sailor Effects interview. It's awesome. Go check out the other ones as well. The JSA, we've got Tate Effects, we've got Adrian Thorpe, banging. Um, pedal Boards of Doom, we've got... We've got... Guitars. Oh, Bolt as well, yeah. Um, and then another if you go back... another one got me. <laughs> oh, it's even better because one of the last ones I've got his backup guitar is a Bolt Flying V. Nice. <laughs> Bang on. Um and if you go back in the archive as well, we have uh we've got the China guitar skeptic who's uh he's been doing some recent updates on his channel as well, actually. So definitely worth checking that guy out. Um and the guitar geek, our good friend Mr. Andrew Ferris, who is doing quite well for himself these days. Um so yeah, go check those out. Um and Honey Boy. But- Honey Boy. We've not done one with Honey Boy yet. We've not done one with Honey Boy. 
No, that, that was that was an episode where Adam just spoke about Honeyed Boy after the Birmingham guitar show for an entire episode. It yeah, wasn't yeah. It was just self-indulgence. <laughs> and if if ever you want to uh, get on the the podcast, Mister uh, Mister Andrew um, from Honey Boy, Andy, um, you are more than welcome. Just hit me up. You know where to get me. Um, but yeah, so thank you, thank you for listening. From myself, Mister Budget Pedal Trap, from Mister Ayrton Tracy, from Mister Matt Quine. It has got to be a goodbye and a good night for this week. Ta-ra. Night fuckers. Night fuckers. <laughs> Best time, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Detox after last night. Fair play, man. What? Why was it? I went through. It was a fucking messy night. Ended up with um, somehow burning a hole in one of my hoodie pockets, and it's gone all the way through. It's about three <laughs> inches in diameter. Shit, man. <laughs> Set yourself on fire, did you? <laughs> Practically, yeah. I didn't realise until fifteen minutes after when I was in the pub. I was like, "Can you smell something burning?" And it was me. Yeah, they're like people in the pub like, that, dousing me out. Is, is that not your leg, mate? Like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, that really fucking hurts. <laughs>